0: Hello, mamas! Welcome to the Dear Mama. You're going to find your joy again in this episode. I will be chatting with the lovely Elena. She is someone that I met through uh, online, and we connected. And I was like, I just want to have you come on because I think you have so much value to give, and for moms who are looking to just mentally be healthy and physically be healthy I was like come chat let's chat so Elena is a health and life coach and Elena I'm going to turn it over to you to have you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and who you help how you help them yeah well thank you so much I'm very excited to be here
1: so glad we were able to connect Yeah. So I am a health and life coach and I work with women, a lot of moms, I'd say like Mm -hmm. 90% moms like myself, like us. Um, And most of my clients come to me because they want to lose weight, but also Mm -hmm. really create like a long-term sustainable, healthy lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. a lot of my clients have tried, you know, different approaches, different diets, different things over the years as I had Mm to. um, And, you know, saw minimal or temporary results, but just Mm -hmm. can't get couldn't struggle to get to the place where they're able to create this lifestyle that they can maintain long-term through like all the life things, you know, like through the busy weekends with their kids, through traveling, through
0: mm-hmm. the
1: weddings, <laughs> all the things we have. So what I do is work with them to create a plan that's really more holistic, but also can can incorporate all the real life situations and work with them to develop skills and tools and strategies and Mm -hmm. and all the things they need to be able to navigate those and still enjoy them and still have like that freedom that they can reach their goals and Mm -hmm. maintain them with those situations
0: that's amazing i just when you're explaining all that i'm like I think we need to connect on that (laughs) because it is such a struggle. I feel like as moms, it is very much a struggle when you're, I mean, I have littles. I know you have a little one. Uh, She's obviously a little bit bigger. I think she's the same age as my oldest, but even Mm -hmm. still, when you have littles and then if you're doing, I mean, sports or anything extracurricular and you're running from here to there, It's like you have to figure out how to be healthy and maintain that and not be like driving yourself crazy with like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not eating the right stuff or even I think a vacation, that's like a huge thing in holidays. I mean, we have holidays coming up, obviously. And so just that long term of not feeling, I guess the word would be guilty when you want to enjoy Obviously some foods, but having a long-term plan where you can obviously incorporate that into just, it's okay to have those moments, but just long-term, you're going to stick with it. So you stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's so funny you say that because tonight, like my daughter had gymnastics, so we got home, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty late. And when we're home normally, it's like a couple hours earlier. So, so for us, it's a lot of like planning ahead and Mm -hmm. it has to be like making it a priority. Like it has to be on the forefront of your mind, like in the beginning, especially when you're getting started and Mm -hmm. then eventually it becomes second nature. Like for me, I've been doing it so long, like it is much easier, but when Mm -hmm. you're getting started, you have, I, you know, with my clients, like we start off by talking through like, what are your top priorities right now, because if if health and like getting this system down, that's really what it is. is getting your right. system down isn't like towards the top of the list. You're always going to be struggling. You're always going to be trying to like, you know, mm-hmm. um, make up for time that you've already used for something else. So right. I think that's, that's, that's always really helpful.
0: That's good to put systems into place. I feel like that's the hardest thing. I mean, for me, I struggle with that because I feel like I get on that system and then it's like something comes up and or like the kids get sick or we have a ton of stuff. And then I'm like, ah, Yeah. So if you have moms that are like, okay, my system's in place and I'm doing really good. And then obviously life happens and sometimes things don't go according to plan. Like, what's your advice for them if you get off that system? Yeah.
1: So like what I do when I'm working one-on-one with clients and even like sometimes it's family, friends, whoever comes to me, we have to, we have to literally dial back to that exact moment where like mm-hmm. we say we, I went off track or like mm-hmm. life happened. It's like, okay, we want to literally go back to that exact moment. What was the life event? What was the situation? And we mm-hmm. have to figure out what exactly happened there because it's always a thought. It's right. like, okay, you know, today, like if you think about it, some people, some of us may get like stuck at work or kids mm-hmm. have an activity, whatever it is. And typically, like let's go with the activity thing like sometimes it'll be maybe we have a new um, you know our, we just signed up for a new sport and it's like we thought we were going to get home at 6.30 now we're getting home at 8.30 right <laughs> always a thought it's like okay I pull in the driveway at 8.30 and usually some mm-hmm. of us think things like well, now just isn't the time for this. I can't make this work. I don't have time. I'm not going to be able to do this healthy eating thing with, with this activity. It's right there catching yourself mm-hmm. and and thinking something, deciding to think something different. Like, nope, I can totally make this work. Mm-hmm. It might not look exactly how I want it to, but I can make it work. So like with my clients, it's literally chasing it back to that second because that's what it is. And when we can get really good at catching our thinking there and shifting mm-hmm. it, We are like done. We're like it's like we're golden because we can do that in any situation, and that's like you know it takes it takes practice and like tools and strategies. Um, but it's something that you can then apply to any area of your life, which Mm -hmm.
0: is I I love that because it's true. You can change your mindset. I'm huge with just. Um, obviously your situations in life sometimes are not ideal and perfect, but like you said, you catch that thought and then you can switch it. And Mm -hmm. I think as moms too, we really, when we decide to do something, we do it. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that's true for a lot of moms when you're committed and you want to do it and you start changing your thinking, it's like, get out of this mom's way because she is just, she wants it. There's a goal and it just all starts with that thought, like you said, tracing it back to catching it. So how did you, so how did you get started with this? Was this something that you've always been passionate about, you know, obviously nutrition and being healthy, or was it just something that you, obviously you had a child. So was it something that you kind of stumbled into after that or? Yeah. So for me, it started
1: like when I was in as far back as I can remember as middle school, I really struggled with like my weight and my health and confidence and body image, all the things like as a preteen Mm -hmm. girl. And I grew up in the 90s. So like everyone Mm -hmm. around me was dieting, Like that just was the normal thing to do back then. Like we had the impacts of everything. And like, that was just life. So when I struggled, you know, with just like feeling comfortable and confident in my skin, that was the first thing that like I clung to. I was like, Oh, I just need to lose weight and get skinny and I'll be happy. Duh! No, obviously that's not how it works. But right? I, I like approached from this place of like desperation, like oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that is the end goal. Once I get there, all these things will magically happen. Mm-hmm. So what I really did was send me on this like disastrous spiral for many years of disordered eating, overeating, binging, restricting, dieting—all the things literally was like my life up until okay. um, my mid-twenties. And I finally kind of just got to a point where I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I'm not." it's still not getting the results I want. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I would lose wait then I gain it. I was inconsistent because it, I was just approaching it from such a negative place. I right. um, finally just got to this place where I was like, what am I doing? And like really started to kind of explore like, you know, what is actual health? What is actual self-care? And right. like started really trying to understand that more from mm-hmm. a place of like truly just taking care of myself versus trying mm-hmm. to fix myself. And I would say it was probably a progression over I don't know, five years where I did a lot of that exploration work and started to really truly learn more about like nutrition and, and fueling mm-hmm. myself, but also then around the same time had gotten into, had, had started to become like very depressed prior to having my daughter. So it started going oh. to be a therapist, um, actually many, many of them before I found a good one. <laughs> um, and <laughs> as I was in therapy, like I started to learn about the power of our brain and like our mm-hmm. minds. Thinking drives all things. And that yeah. was so eye opening for me because I, that had literally I, something I was really never taught. And mm-hmm. like the whole, like, um, part of life where, like, you know, emotions are like a normal thing to experience. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I literally remember like sitting in therapy one day and my, and her saying to me, because I was talking about stress and eating or something, I don't remember. And she said, But what if you just sat there and felt stress? And I was like, so, wait, what? What do you mean? What <laughs> What do you mean? You can do what? Like yeah, what? <laughs> I was like, I just stared at her. <laughs> and like, there's so many like little moments, like pivotal mm-hmm. moments that I feel like played into my journey. But like, eventually, I just started to kind of put all the pieces together, and I got my personal training certification. And as I was working with clients, they were talking to me about all the life things and health things, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "There's so much more here. I want to help with so much more." So then I got my health co- coaching certification, and then eventually added in the life coaching just because I really wanted it to be well-rounded, and mm-hmm. there's so many amazing tools that that were part of my life coaching program, and wanted to be able to use those to fully help my clients. So kind of in all of that I not only was able to lose all of the weight I had wanted to but I want I hate saying like almost effortlessly but it kind of was because once you approach it from this place of just like you know really really valuing yourself and loving yourself so much mm-hmm. that you want to take care of yourself every day it it so much of that struggle is gone. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a challenge of course because right. anything you're working towards it's going to be challenging. That's normal. But it's not like it's not so much of like that suffering and struggle on a daily basis, right? Like, oh, all right. This is kind of annoying, but I can handle it, like that kind of thing. So, so yeah, um, I feel like I kind of went talked in circles there for a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, so makes yeah, sense. really, like I'm not sure how many years ago I just created social media pages talking okay. about what I had overcome in my journey and. Mm-hmm. Um, people just, you know, started asking questions. And I started helping that way. And then, you know, got my certifications and just started coaching kind of naturally from there. So. So
0: I think that's amazing, though, that just those little pieces, you know, you, I feel like you hit the nail on the head with just, you started talking to a therapist, because you're having these emotions and these feelings. And I had chatted in another episode with i guess about how we as women feel like we can't have emotions or that we're just like uh, almost not the word crazy but you feel like you shouldn't be able to have them and so when you're trying as a mom i feel like all these emotions come into play with you're trying to deal with being tired and you're dealing with now you're literally responsible for someone's life (laughs) on top of your hormones and everything else and you have these emotions and it's not, you know, your thought of, I feel like in the beginning when I first had my kid, I was like, I feel like I can't be upset ever. I feel like I can't show that I'm struggling. I can't, none of these, because it was kind of the same growing up for me. It was, you didn't really show your emotions a lot. And so I think that is key. I mean, as a mom and as a woman, do you feel like that's something key that would really help you on your journey into health? Is that oh, just- yeah, yeah. You know, once you start dealing with those emotions, then I just am wondering if, like, the weight obviously naturally kind of comes off because you do hold those emotions yeah. in your body. And so, once you let that go, it's like very natural for your body in a, in a cleansing way, I guess, is just more of how I would put it. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. that
1: piece of it, the other side of it is so many of us eat when we're stressed, We eat when we're upset, we eat when we're frustrated. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when we know how to process through that, we don't Mm -hmm. need, we don't want to eat anymore through that, right? Then we get to go, like, what I always say is like, Learn how to process through it, Mm -hmm. sit with it. Like, there's a whole like, there's steps to it, but then, and then once you do that, when you're done, then you can decide if you want the glass of wine or the cookie Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, it's an active choice, it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed, I have to eat. Like yeah. you have your power back and yeah. that's like the goal because then, then it's like half the time we don't even want it. And then half, right. the other half is like, no, I actually do. But now I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to feel like I just need to like stick my face in a car right. and <laughs> not even know what's going on.
0: I, I love it. I love it. I feel like you and I could have a very long conversation about this. On, and I'll have to have you back on because yeah. that's... um going through life, I feel like also we're just not taught to sit with our emotions. And I have experienced this. um, I am very open about the fact that I went through a miscarriage about eight months ago. And that was something where I had been able to process my, I always was um, someone who worked out a very physical, just to process emotions. And then I couldn't physically when I was going through that because my body was healing. And so it was very hard for me because I feel like I actually stopped and I had to be okay with the emotions coming. Like you were yeah. saying, you you sit with it and you go through those steps. And it was very eye-opening because I am 38 years old and I'm like, I thought I had a good handle on that. Yeah. But then going through it was like, okay, these are very intense, strong emotions. And how do you process that? You know, and I, it's very much, it was brought to light that, you know, as women, it it's also like you just have to suck it up and be okay. And you can't show those emotions, especially I feel like as moms too, because people think you should have your ish together after a certain amount of time. And so um, it was, yeah, I feel like that's something you you really... Need to learn is to sit with Uh those emotions, and I, I, I love that you have just reiterated that, and been like, no, that's like key.
1: so key and not only just with like health or weight loss or whatever it is mm-hmm. like with everything is because and once I was able to like develop that skill in my 30s which is just insane to me right then it was like it also helped me so much with parenting because it's yes. like you know when your child's doing something that you like want to react to like in a negative mm-hmm. way or yell or whatever it is and that's not the parent you want to show up as you know right. like I know for me that's what it is then I can use those that same two skill set of skills to like Sit with it and be like, okay, right. look, I'm feeling angry right now. Breathe and like, it, right. I do it. Not that I'm 100 perfect, because I'm not. Um, nobody is lose, lose it. But I do it way, way less, and mm-hmm. I feel so much again more in control in those situations because I know mm-hmm. that I can. That I can do that, and I I know that I'm not like at the mercy of the way right. I feel at the moment, and right. that it's okay. Um, yeah. And I think that that was a big piece of, you know, when I first had my daughter, like I said, I was super depressed, like actually before Mm -hmm. and like a couple of years even after. And I think a big piece of it was because I didn't, I still didn't really know how to do that at the time. So I was trying to just like, you know, stuff everything down, but Mm -hmm. also thinking that like, the range of emotions wasn't normal. I thought I should have been happy all the time. Yes. And my, a lot of my friends had kids around the same time. So it was like, you know, the typical, you're on Instagram, all the smiling pictures, the smiling yes. pictures. Like my yes. daughter <laughs> was colic, whatever that is. So she cried all day long. And it was like that coupled with me already being depressed, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, something is seriously wrong here. But really it wasn't. That no, was no. That was my life no. at that time. And like, I feel like if I wasn't fighting with that reality, I would have felt so much better. And like now looking back on it, I'm like, I am so grateful I went through that because I mm-hmm. learned so much. But it's like I know now that again, that emotional strength piece and just like knowing having that 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 skill set would yes. have been helpful. and I know it will it is so helpful for other people who are going through it
0: too. Which is great that you can be very open about that. I just I commend you and I'm so in awe of just your courage to say that because a lot of moms I feel like don't feel like they can admit that. Like you don't feel like you can say I was depressed or I was having trouble and I wasn't happy all the time because that was um, kind of the same situation as far as like when I had my daughter, I don't feel like I was depressed, but I felt like I should have in those moments, in some moments been like super crazy happy. And it was like, why am I not feeling super crazy happy? Because uh, my daughter was the same in the first three, four months. I mean, she didn't sleep. She screamed. It was like, like, this is motherhood. (laughs) This is what I'm supposed to be happy all the time. But that I just for you to say that, you know, that you're okay with that. And it's okay for other moms to feel that way. So you don't feel like you're alone, you know, talk Mm -hmm. about it, be open with it and say, this is how I'm feeling. And obviously – Social media is a lovely tool to connect with people, but it also makes you feel, I think a lot as moms, the pressure to be happy and smiling where behind the scenes, I mean, it's like you're, I mean, I, in my house, it's like crazy and I'm very open about it. I'm like, the house is a mess right now. It's not this picture perfect Pinterest house. So Mm -hmm. I just commend you for being able to say that, you know, that you you recognize that and you're okay with openly talking about that because a lot of moms don't feel like they can. So,
1: yeah. And it took me time to get to that point. Like in the beginning, I fought with it for a while. Like Mm -hmm. it took me a while to even go to therapy to even, and I did end up even going on medication for a while because Mm -hmm. I I was in a session with, not the therapist I ended up with, but one who had said to me, like, you know, that it's okay if you need something to help you bridge the gap Yeah. where where you need to go. And i I fought it so hard mm-hmm. because even back then, like I wasn't as into like health, pure health as I am now. I right. still like was in it and I was like, no, I can, I'm, I'm not going to be on this medication. Like I, I can do this on my own. I just can fix that, it. I can that. fix it. it such a hard time. And then I just got <laughs> to the point where I was like, no, if I don't do mm-hmm. this, I don't know what's going to happen. So like, I'm right. like, I thought it was the bridge and it that's exactly what it was.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's no shame in that at all. And that I'm so glad you are so open about that because I know so many moms that are like, they won't even talk about it because they feel like it is taboo. Because again, you should motherhood should be happy. Motherhood should be all these feelings. And it's not spoken about that. Maybe you need to take care of yourself a little bit to be able to enjoy and have those moments of joy in motherhood. But there's nothing wrong with asking for help or getting help. Like I, you need to do that because as a mom, you need to be able to show up and be the mom that you want to be, but also take care of yourself. You know, I, I just love, (laughs) I love that you're saying this because, um, just putting health and wellness, I think is a huge thing for moms that, we struggle with that, putting ourselves first too. I mean, do you find that most women that are moms that you work with have a hard time putting themselves first because they're always trying to take care of everybody else? Or is it once they realize how good they feel, they're like, no, I need to do this for myself.
1: I think it's a combination of both. Usually when people get to the point where they want to work with a coach, they are ready to put themselves Mm -hmm. first. Like otherwise, maybe they've been following along or they're, you know, trying some things but have struggled to really implement fully. And then usually um, I have, you know, clients that reach out or potential clients that are like, no, I I know how important it is and I'm ready. And you know, for anyone who's not quite at the point where they're like, no, I'm ready to, you know, yes, make myself number one priority, I always offer that like we can't show up like at Mm -hmm. our best for anyone else including ourselves, if we are not doing that, because otherwise, like I talk to so many moms who, you know, they're, yes, they're with their kids all day and they're going to activities and they're not doing the things that they want to be doing, but their mind is somewhere else. Right. If if we just take a car route that time to do like, you know, pick a few things to start with Mm -hmm. and actually create that system, turn those things into habits. We have that freedom. You know, like we are not then sitting there thinking about oh my gosh, I didn't work out today, I should have worked out today. But instead I got up and did this and maybe <laughs> work out today. And it's like, no, I'm done there. because <laughs> it's it was actually just you you made this plan and, and you made a choice, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's where, but but to answer your question, um, I see a mix. I'd say the majority that, you know, once they're ready, they're ready to go. It's like, no, I'm I'm actually gonna put myself first mm-hmm. I realize the importance. Um, and you know, we go from there.
0: That's awesome. I I wish you lived closer to me because I would be, <laughs> I'd be like, come, please come to my house, and we'll we'll make a plan at my house. We'll have some coffee. Um, But I just I'm just loving this uh, yeah. for you as I mean, you have a daughter, and mm-hmm. so for you as a mom to have a daughter and having experience, you know, like you said, in the '90s, we. I mean, I'm a '90s kid. I grew up in the '90s, so. For her, seeing you have this healthy lifestyle, and I love the fact that it's it's a lifestyle. It's not mm-hmm. a diet. It's not something that you do when you have a wedding or you want to look good. You know, you need to fit into an outfit. It's a it's an actual lifestyle to help you feel good. Mm-hmm. And as a, having a daughter, what do you really try to? Um, I guess would be you know, show her how important it is just to feel good and not to do it because you want your body to look good. Like I have two daughters and I think of that as, you know, I don't want to, I try not to say things are good and bad in my house. I say, you know, we don't want to eat a ton of sugar because it kind of makes our bellies hurt and it doesn't help our bodies to have a lot of energy. You know, it's okay to have it, but not all the time because we don't have energy. And, but my daughter is getting to the age, she's seven and she's starting to notice, you know, other girls are tall or they're thinner. And, um, and in this world, I'm like, I feel like it's a little bit more than maybe when we grew up because they have the social media, Mm -hmm. but just trying to teach her to have that relationship to love herself, to love her body, but we don't work out to be skinny or to, you know, try to fit into that outfit. So for you as a mom of a daughter, how do you teach your daughter to have body confidence, I guess would be. Yeah, there's so
1: many things that go into that. But I think part of it is what you actually just hit on is from such a young age, I have tried to help instill confidence in her and help Mm -hmm. her develop that like mental muscle of her own. um, mm-hmm. Because I know that for me, that was not, not to any fault of my parents, but something right. I was really lacking as a child, as a preteen, as a teen, I didn't have confidence. I didn't love myself. So mm-hmm. I was looking for it in all these, these outside places, including food, including the diet, including the weight. So mm-hmm. that's something that I like put so much effort into talking to my daughter every day. Like, you know, how amazing you are. Oh my gosh, like you mm-hmm. did this Calling that out and making sure that she sees that and she realizes it, because Mm -hmm. when we are really confident and strong in ourself, we don't always like gravitate towards those things. Right. So I'd say that's a huge, that's a big thing. Then the Mm -hmm. second is kind of something you touched on too, like teaching them the actual information and like data behind their food choices. And my Mm -hmm. daughter is not the healthiest eater like he is not and my nephew like he is my my sister is like we're the opposite and our kids are the opposite when it comes. <laughs> i go over there and he likes all the vegetables i'm eating my daughter oh my like, goodness really touches the vegetables so yeah it's like, and I, that's like a big thing for me like i've had to just realize she has choice if she right. doesn't have vegetables she doesn't have vegetables. <laughs> so, like, so many people come to me and say how do you get your kid to eat, your daughter to eat healthy i'm like you know what I don't, I give her the information. I give her the yep. foods that, that we, you know, will have in our house and all of that. I give her, you know, she still has the other stuff too, but right. she gets to choose if she wants to eat applesauce fruit and like pasta for dinner, but, and like leave the, the broccoli she's going to, you know, right? It's not something that's been a challenge for me, but like keeping that, giving her that choice. So, so to, to answer your question, starting with like really in, like in, incorporating her development of the self-confidence and self-love from her early age as much as I possibly can. Second would be just giving her the information. So like when we're mm-hmm. just like you said with sugar, if she's like wanting to have candy, like I tell her like, Hey, Ava, I just want to let you know, like they're about like studies with food coloring and like things like that. Like I give her that pure information. It's not me right. saying good or bad. it's like, Hey, like this is carbohydrates. This is what this does for our body. This is why we need protein. Mm -hmm. I will say to her, like, you know, in a meal, we really want to eat balanced. So we want our protein, our carbohydrates and our, our healthy fats. And I tell her what those things are. And sometimes like, we'll just be having random conversations and she'll repeat that back to me. So she does, they do hear it and they kind of understand it. And we'll just talk about that throughout, you know, life. The Mm -hmm. other thing, I do quick is, um, one is I do encourage her regularly to like check in with her body to see how she's feeling. Are you actually truly hungry? Do you feel Mm -hmm. hungry? And how full are you? Do you yes. really, do you really want to have another piece of pizza? Like, how does your belly feel? So that's something. And then the last thing is back to what we talked about earlier is just like kind of that emotional management. Like, mm-hmm. when she was way younger, I noticed that I was kind of following along, like, in the footsteps of, like, you know, my parents and a lot of our parents, because that was, like, what you did. Like, your kids cry and give them a sucker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what can we do to fix it oh my gosh and right. we give them like you know a popsicle that is something that i had to catch myself and think right. okay, no i want to teach her that skill as best as i can mm-hmm. to actually feel her emotions to process through them and so when she's saying you know i'm upset or bored that's a big one she's yeah, oh, yes constantly bored yes and after i hear that two seconds later i'm hungry and i'm like wait 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 yeah How are you are, are you really? <laughs> so I will literally say to her, I'll say, you know what? You want to decide to have a snack? You're welcome to. But I want you to tell me, are you actually hungry or are you bored? And she will right. say half the time, I'm bored. So I just say back to her, do you want to eat when you're, because you're bored? If You do fine. But I want you to make a conscious choice because as adults, half the time we don't even realize we're doing that. Yes. So those are just things I try to teach her as she as she's getting older and not like tell her she has to do or can't do, right. but that way when she's 20, 25 how, or 18, however old, mm-hmm. she knows and she, that she's that she can make these intentional choices and she's doing it. So and that's, that's kind that's of like a long answer. Awesome.
0: No, no, that's a perfect answer because I think that I mean if if you have a daughter, you don't want I think about it all the time. And I try not to obviously worry about it so much because we're not there yet. But as far as just the body image, you know, we go to the beach. So my husband's family is from Long Island. And so we go down there and everybody's in two pieces where up here, you know, my daughter has more of the, we do, um, I don't even know what they're called. They're like rash guard almost outfits because I'm like, I hate putting sunscreen on them. (laughs) So we do the longer ones, but she has started to notice that, and we do have regular one-piece bathing suits, but you know, the girls are in two pieces and she hasn't really said anything about it yet. You know that she wants one, but I said, as a mom of a daughter of two daughters, it's really on my mind is that I want to instill that confidence. Like you said, you want them to feel confident in their body. And we were, I think it was two summers ago. And I try to tell her this anytime that, you know she's. She is a tall, she's tall, and she is just, she's amazing but she has strong legs. And that's what I say to her. And so when we're doing anything, I'll be like, look at how strong your legs are. And she didn't fit into her pants one time because she'd grown and they were a little bit small and like the legs are really tight. And I said, man, look at how strong your legs are. Those, you don't even fit those pants. You're just, you're so strong. Those pants can't even hold you. You got power legs. We tell her all the time, you have power legs because she has like those thicker thighs. And I'm like, I don't ever want her to feel self-conscious about that. You have power legs. Your legs are so powerful. Your body is powerful. And that's, I love hearing that you tell your daughter that because that's something that I don't, I mean, I think as moms in general, we never want our kids to feel like their body image is something that they need to be ashamed of, but it's just, I think a little bit more in the forefront in this day and age where everybody has phones and social media and you can Photoshop and filter and all this other stuff. And it's, if you're confident in yourself, when you're younger, you're like you said, you're not looking for that and stuff as you get older and teaching them that they have that choice, you know, and it's a hard, I feel like as moms, it is hard because you want them to do, I don't know, in our house, I don't know if you do this, but we don't do, I don't make them clean their plates because I say, is your body full? Listen to your tummy. And so I think our generation as parents, they were like, clean your plate. You need to clean your plate. And the generation before that and still, so we still go to like um, extended family and they'll say, you can't have dessert until you clean your plate. And I'm like, actually, in our house we don't do that because I want her to listen to her stomach. And if yeah. her stomach is telling her that she's not hungry, then she's not granted, you know, she's not going to not eat supper and then be like, Oh, can I have a tree? It's like, no, you know, if you're eating and you ate a little bit and you're saying my tummy feels full, then okay. And then you wait a little while and we don't do treats after dinner just because I'm um, like, you can, you have them after lunch, but I was it was kind of a shock to me that people would actually be like, you need to finish your plate. Yeah. And I was like, I, I no, if they're not hungry, then why are
1: they finishing their plate? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, It doesn't even make any sense. And like some of those things, it's so funny. Cause like I, I have have caught myself in the past saying them or doing them. And then like, I kind of hear it and I'm like, "Yes, what am I even saying? Why? It make it make sense. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> Like that whole thing. And even also I've caught myself in, you know, everyone's different on this but like saying if you eat another piece of broccoli you mm-hmm. can do this and I'm yes. like that's not helpful like no so it's like but oh, I do you, it I too eat, <laughs> if you eat your broccoli you can have candy and I'm like but right. that doesn't make any sense like, right. like me like sometimes when I would would see my hear myself and I'm like no no I'm not going to do that anymore right like, you know it's it's not teaching what I want to teach mm-hmm. it's like bribing them you know yeah like,
0: <laughs> And think. I know as moms, there is a sometimes, and there's no judgment on this, you have to kind of bribe them a little bit to get them. I know my son was a very picky eater in the beginning, and so I would just keep putting stuff on his plate. But I remember there was like, I don't even know, there's probably a two, three weeks where he just, he like didn't want to eat anything on the plate. And so I'd be like, if you... If And the rule now is like, you have to take one bite and then if you don't like it, then that's fine. You don't have to eat it, but you need to have one bite so that mommy knows if it's something that I should make again, or Mm -hmm. I should not make again, because if you don't like it, then I'm not going to make it. But so it's, it's changed now from like, if you take a bite, then you can have this. It's, please take a bite. So mommy knows if you like it and if you like it, we'll make it again. And if you don't, that's okay. You don't have to eat it. And it's a struggle because like you said, I think just for us as, you know, growing up, that's what you heard. You clean your plate or you can't have dessert. And Mm -hmm. so it was never, but I think so much that we've learned about children and just parenting in general is, you know, obviously we're not going to get it right. A hundred percent of the time, but we're learning. I Should break that cycle as far as like body image and dealing with your emotions and eating. I mean, I think that all is just rolled up into one because when you're stressed out, you eat and then you don't feel good about yourself. And then it leads into all this other stuff. So yeah, I I'm not a perfect parent either. so. (laughs) So any moms listening, don't ever feel bad about if you've ever done that. And if you do it now and then, like, yeah, yeah there's no judgment, but well, it is everybody
1: had, everybody's got to do what's right for them and what yeah. they feel best about. That's the thing, like, yeah, definitely no judgment on any of it. That's just like for us or myself. Like, when right. I'm like, wait, no, that's not in line with what I want to do. Doesn't mean it's good or bad, right. Kind of you know, where I'm at right now, but, yeah, not perfect. and that's what
0: I think kids too, you know, in general, I feel like as they grow, we just, I mean, as you grow, I think that you lose that sense of listening to your body. And so because I don't know about you, but I know, you know, if you're told to clean your plate and then you can have dessert, It's kind of taking away that, but my kid is listening to their body Mm -hmm. and same thing with their emotions. Like kids will tell you if you listen to them, if they're acting out or they're having a hard time, if you actually sit with them and be like, Hey, you know, and I'm not perfect at this. It's what's going on. You know, your body seems like it's really antsy. You seem like you're a little bit grumpy right now. Does your body feel okay? And it's, you know, they will tell you No, if you're, if they feel comfortable telling you that they are very in tune with their bodies and they're very in tune with what's going on around them. It's just, I think as we get older, that tends to shut down because everybody's telling you, you know, clean your plate and you can have dessert and you don't cry over that. That's, you know, you don't need to cry over that and here, have a popsicle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I just, I think as as moms of girls, it's definitely something that um, just being aware of and letting those our girls know that you are confident and you are beautiful. and And just in reality, I mean, I tell my daughter, we've had conversations where she's like, so-and-so is, you know, she has really pretty hair. And I'm like, she does have really pretty hair. You have very pretty hair too. And as you, as you get older and you have friends, there's probably always going to be someone that you think is prettier than you or that has better hair than you but you are unique and you are only you and no one else is like you yeah. so you cannot compare yourself and if you know obviously if the whole world was the same how boring would that be <laughs> so, true. so it's i just love the fact that you are out there helping moms and just you know very honest and open about how you got to this place. I'm sure this is your passion because I can hear it in your voice when you talk about it. It's something that um, is just it's awesome. It's awesome to see you yeah. as a mom being like, I'm gonna use this struggle that I had and just try to help other moms and know that they're not alone. So yes,
1: that's like my goal with really anything. Like, you know, my parenting struggles, my health struggles, like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the my business struggles, like I'm like any way that I can use this when I even want to make a tiny bit of progress in any of the areas. I'm like any way that I can use this to help someone else, like that is truly what I am passionate about doing. Yeah. You know, um it, when we're one little step step ahead, like that's when I, mm-hmm. you know, I want to share it all because that's that's truly what I feel like I'm I'm meant to be doing.
0: Yes, I feel like you are too because just I had seen um if anybody will we'll let you know about where you can connect with Elena in just a few minutes, but just seeing what you have on your Facebook posts and everything, it's very encouraging and it's very simple and broken down to for someone like me. I have three kids, they're all very close together. You know, I homeschool and they're all here with me. So it definitely what you say breaks it down. So it's manageable. And I feel like it's something that you can do long-term because mm-hmm. it's, it is a mindset. And like you said, you have to switch that mindset, but just, I'm so glad that I connected with you and yeah, you can share this because it's, I feel like you're going to help so many people and just the listeners, moms, if you're listening out there, Alina, I'm going to let you tell them how they can connect with you as we kind of wrap it up. Um, if you want to follow Elena. You can tell them all your social links. We're going to include it in the description, the show notes, so you can connect with her in that way. But um, where's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Yeah. So I would say um, either probably my Instagram page. I'm pretty active there or Facebook, but it's really, yeah, I'd say Instagram is best place. Um, And my handle is at Elena, E-L-E-N-A, Nicole Health. Okay. I'm really there at anywhere. You, If you put that in, you can find me anywhere. But that's probably the best place is Instagram is at Elena Nicole Health.
0: Awesome. And if someone wants to work with you, do mm-hmm. they just connect with you and then you go, you start from there? Or do you have a website they can go to? Yeah.
1: So I can get my website too. Um, it's elananicolehealth.com. So same thing, E-L-E-N-A, NicoleHealth.com. Yeah, you can go through there. You can book a free call. You can also go to my Instagram. You can send me a message or there's a link on my Instagram that takes you to book a free call too. So so what I like to do on on that call is I just call it like a health strategy session. And we talk about, you know, where you're at, where you want to go and like, you know, what's happening for you right now that's keeping you, you know, stuck or struggling or from getting started, whatever it is. And we start to just, Brainstorm like a roadmap for you. So even, you know, regardless of what you decide to do, work with me, not mm-hmm. work with me, will at least get, get you a starting point to like, um, you know, that you can leave with, with some clarity and to take some action steps. Because, you know, that's something we sort of talked about earlier, like mm-hmm. regardless of your lifestyle, regardless of what you have going on, like there is always something we can do. Mm-hmm. So we're all eating. <laughs> I always say this, like we're all eating every day. We mm-hmm. can make a couple swaps with the food that we're eating. That Right. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I, everyone's like, sometimes people come, they're like, I don't have hours spent gym. Like, you don't need hours spent gym. You actually don't even have to go to the gym, especially right now. There are things we can always do in the beginning. So, Mm -hmm. one, two, three tiny things to start incorporating, it's enough to get the ball rolling and to get that momentum going and that consistency. So,
0: yes. I love that. So, mamas, if you're feeling like you need to put yourself first and you've been like iffy on, how to do that and you really want to get yourself so you're feeling good mentally, physically, um, check out Elena because she can help you with that. And that's something that I'm so happy we connected and um, definitely going to be sending people your way when, (laughs) because I feel like you can just help so many moms that I have in mind right now as well as as myself. So (laughs) I just want to say thank you so much for being on and I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Dear Mama, You're Going to Find Your Joy Again. If you did, like it, subscribe, share it, share the love, share um, this awesome episode about how you can put yourself first and just feel good. And with that, I hope you always remember that you are loved, you have a purpose, and there's a reason why you're here.